Hi there, I am Typical Lydia and welcome to Reanimation on the Dead is Hal Horror podcast. Today we are going to talk about the very recent anime Parasite, The Maxim. This is from Studio Madhouse, who you may know from Ninja Scroll, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, Death Note, and Chobits. They have worked with Marvel and Studio Ghibli, so all that means is this is sure to be a tightly tuned and high quality anime. The story handling remains to be seen, yet so far I find it gory, moody, and well written. It is adapted from the manga, written and illustrated by Hitoshi Awaki, published from 1990 to 1995. According to Wikipedia, it was released by Tokyopop and Delray in North America, and I'm kind of surprised it took this long to develop into a series. It's kind of exploded, though, with the first of two live-action films that will hit Japan on Halloween this year, and this run of 12 or 13 episodes that we're watching right now. I can't wait to see what sort of reaction it gets in the future and releases overseas. The theme song, as I mentioned in a previous episode, is growing on me. Like a parasite, maybe. Let Me Hear by Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is worth searching out on YouTube to give you an idea of the anime style if you watch the opening credits version that's there. The story so far revolves around Sinichi Izumi, a 17-year-old student. Sinichi has what his parents think is a nightmare about a snake burrowing into his arm. By the next day, he is feeling weird and already has improved reflexes. His hand isn't behaving properly otherwise, groping a girl at school and fidgeting with his smartphone in class when he isn't the type to do these kinds of things. It's only when he threatens his right hand with a knife that it starts talking to him. As messed up as that is, it's kind of adorable. It has a childish and sleepy little voice. It has its own personality and learns fast. His right hand can sense other parasites, but has no recollection of what it is or where it came from. All it knows is that it matured in his hand before it could hit his brain and take over his body, much to their misfortune. Meanwhile, other parasites have infected others and a rash of violent murder is taking place in Tokyo. So far, my favorite kill is at the very beginning of the first episode, a man decimates his entire family. It's the very first instance of extreme body horror as well, where the person completely splits in half and their mouth opens up. If you're a fan of the vampires in 30 Days of Night, that undergo an extreme change in their face, their jaws open up and things like that, or the creatures in descent. They're kind of reminiscent of that, just the way that their jaws work, or what they would have in place of jaws. They don't really have jaws, these creatures. It even affects animals like dogs in a rather creepy meeting with a doggy host. If you are cranky about animals being hurt in horror, be careful as the dog doesn't make it. There are other scenes of animal cruelty, and though avenged and part of the plot, some may not like it. If you are okay about people being slaughtered, though, the second episode starts out with a splash. It becomes apparent that other parasite hosts are impossibly strong. In contrast, Migi, meaning right as in right hand, is still adorable. The killings are happening worldwide and dubbed the mincemeat murders, on account of the state of the horribly mutilated corpses. Sunichi is the only one that seems to know why all this is happening though other hosts seem somewhat sentient and seem to be seeking him out. So fans of Videodrome from beyond and even the Liquid Morphing T2 will enjoy the transformations, which are awfully visceral. My only complaint is that they do border on silly looking most of the time. Not one attack so far hasn't looked a little silly. I suppose we can't argue what looks possible and impossible here, as the transformations depicted seem more magical than biological, So we're entering a biological place, which makes body horror less fun in my opinion. I mean, you don't have the supernatural to explain it away, right? For body horror to really be effective, from what I think, 
It needs to adhere to Earth physics, biological truths, and physiological tolerances, and stretch and break those physiological tolerances in the most colorful visual manner. Until a supernatural presence explains the plasticity of these infected humans away, I'll just grin and bear it. The score helps. Typical anime upbeat synthy flute music is commingled with harsh dubstep. I prefer my anime with metal, but I am won over by the placement of this abrasive music as it rends your attention while bodies are being rent in half. Always a nice mix. So Parasite. It is airing right now on NTV and being simulcast on Crunchyroll. As we speak, I am waiting on episode 3, so if you haven't checked this out yet, it is a good time to catch up on it. If you have a favorite body horror anime or infectious Parasite J horror, let me know on the Dead as Hell Horror Podcast website at deadashellhp.com or wherever you hang out online. This has been Reanimation and I am Typical Lydia for the Dead as Hell Horror Podcast.